Hello and welcome to Career Reboot, brought to you by Forward Consulting. I'm Amy, the owner and head coach of Forward Consulting. I am coming to you with podcast number three. We're growing, we're at number three. And this one is about networking, which don't turn it off. Don't be afraid. I know so many people that are just terrified of networking and, and there's no reason to be. Unless you are someone who truly can't interact with other human beings, either through email or telephone or in person, and you really do have to be a hermit, then you have hope to network because networking is not as scary as you may think. So today we're going to talk about that. All networking is, is human interaction. All networking is, is making a connection with someone else. And we can all do that. We all have people who love us. We all have relationships of some sort or another. And so you can network. Over 70% of jobs, last time I checked, come from networking. Particularly during very tough economies, networking is really critical. Networking is also really critical if you want to change industries or want to get into an organization that is an organization of choice. So it is critical that you learn networking. And you'll get some of your best opportunities that way. My entire career was built on networking. My first job uh, out of school, I got legitimately through a job posting, got the job. It was great. Every job after that has had some element of networking. The job after that, my employer was talking to someone else and told him about me. And I went and talked to that person. And that led to me getting a job. The job after that was a former coworker knew that this employer needed someone in the city I was living in and she thought I'd be great for it. So she told her employer and I got the job. It's been like that my whole career. And the story I tell, which isn't about me, that I think explains a lot about why networking is really important is I interviewed a girl named or woman named Dana for a job and she wasn't the right person for the job. Um, I also use this example for, um, how to handle thank you notes and rejection. So Dana interviewed, she interviewed really well, but she wasn't the right candidate. There was somebody who was slightly better, but she was really great. But there was somebody just slightly better on their skill set for what we were looking for. And the week, the week I rejected her, so I sent her the email saying, nope, we're not going to go with you. She sent me an email back saying, thank you so much for meeting with me and for talking with me. I'm really interested in getting into this line of work. So I hope our paths cross again. And the following week after that, I got an email from a colleague of mine at another uh, organization that was similar to mine, and they were looking to hire. They had just had somebody resign. So I told them about Dana. Dana went there to work, and her career has just gone in the right trajectory ever since. And it is because Dana took the time to be gracious when rejected, but also to network with me, to say, hey, I want to continue this relationship. I liked you. It wasn't just about that interview. I, I think we had a connection. Let's stay in touch. I hope our paths cross again. You know, whatever it was, it was very subtle. It wasn't a marriage proposal, for God's sake, but it was saying, um, you know, I'm here. Here's my contact information. Let's stay in touch. I don't hate you for not uh, giving me a job. So networking is really critical in that way. It's about human connection and allowing people to know who you are. And you add value and they add value to the relationship too. And that can just lead to so many great things. And in our economy now, 
and with how fast paced it is and how many people are out there looking for jobs and how quickly people who are hiring have to move and um, balance hiring someone with all the other duties they have, it is important for us to network. So what is networking? Networking is any action professionally that allows you to make connection with other people. And actually, as I say that, you can actually network personally too. I've known people who have networked just to get um, their children in the right team for uh, competitive softball or baseball, or et cetera. You, you can do that personally. You can, you can network at your church or your synagogue. Um, but what we're talking about today is professionally. How do you professionally network and why? What is it? Networking is allowing you to make connection that is professional in orientation. So it may be somebody you want to go have a beer with, but that isn't the reason necessarily you're connecting with them. The reason you're connecting with them is that you have some commonality in your profession, some common connections um, or interests, maybe industry, maybe actual job title, and you're staying connected with them for that reason. And from that builds a friendship, a professional friendship. It doesn't have to be one that you go and have beers. It doesn't have to be one that you ever go to each other's homes. It's not like that. But just because it isn't that personal doesn't make it important. It doesn't make it not important. It's important. And it's legitimate and it's authentic. I would never ask you to network in an inauthentic way with someone you don't like. But what networking is is saying, hey, we have these things in common and let's just chat. And you build a relationship. And that's what's important. The, um, so how do you do it? How do you network? Well, you find ways to stay connected with people that allows you to show them interest in who they are and to let them know who you are. So networking is not one-sided. Networking isn't you calling someone and saying, hey, I know we saw each other like 15 years ago and I haven't seen you since and I need a job. Um, so can you help me? That's not what networking is. Networking is the development of relationships. And so that if you do ever need to call someone because you're looking for a job, you can do that without being embarrassed or feeling like you're begging because you've developed relationships with them. So how do you network? Networking is any type of connection that you can make with someone else that allows them to know that you're there and to respect you or like you in some way. So networking can look a ton of different ways. It can be you're having coffee or lunch or drinks with someone. It can be you just make a telephone call and chat with them, see how they're doing. It can be an email. In this new modern world, it can be a text where you say, hey, um, I saw that uh, the Vikings are playing this Sunday uh, in Green Bay, and I know you're from Green Bay, So, and, and make some sort of joke. That is networking right there, just making a connection. It can be an email, it can be a Facebook post, um, it can be an instant message, uh, any of those things. It's, it's a hierarchy though. So they used to say in sales that the hierarchy of sales contact started with a generic mailing to current resident. And then it went up from there, one that was actually addressed to the person who lived there. And then from there, it went to telephone calls and then blah, blah. It kept going up, right? The hierarchy of contact. The highest uh, contact level was sitting down and having a meal with someone. The same holds true in networking. Sending a text, or an, uh, we'll even go lower than that. If you're doing a post on Facebook or a reaction to someone's post on Facebook, that is the most generic and least helpful networking. But it is still networking. And there's lots of 
um, evidence out there that that kind of connection gets noticed and keeps you on somebody's radar, but it's the least effective. As we move up the line, email is actually one of the most effective ways because people are running so fast nowadays that an email is just fine. But you're just making a connection saying, hey, you're on my mind, thinking about you, saw an article that I thought you'd like, I've attached it. Anything that connects you with the person. Now, if it is a networking contact that has a lot of opportunity there, are um, they're definitely great networkers or they're very powerful in an in industry you're interested in or um, you guys have a really strong connection, then you should make more time for them. But most people, you don't have to sit down and have lunch or coffee or any big time commitment. Everybody's super busy. So it doesn't mean a huge investment of time. Don't feel like it does. But it does require you to make sure you're giving and getting from the relationship. One of the reasons people get, get really uncomfortable with the idea of networking is they think it means asking for favors. And sometimes it does, as in every relationship, you may ask for a favor. But really what networking is, is the exchange of information and niceties and building a relationship. So I will often give value to someone else much more often than they give value to me. But I feel comfortable when I do have to ask them for something. So I will send somebody an article or I'll refer a friend to them or I'll send them an email when I see that someone in their family passed away or, you know, I, I am trying to build a relationship with them. So if I'm building a relationship with them, just like any other friend I'd have outside of work, I'm going to give a little. And so I look for articles. I look for jobs that I can uh, forward to them. I like their information when they have it on Facebook or LinkedIn things that are giving, I'm putting my energy towards them. That makes it much easier to then later say, hey, I noticed that there was a job at your employer and I'm interested in it. Do you know anybody that I could talk to there to learn a little bit more about it before I apply? You just feel a lot more comfortable. Okay, so that's what networking is and it can take all different kinds of forms. And I recommend that if you're somebody who is not a natural social person or isn't somebody who naturally networks outside your internal circle, that you network twice a year, at least twice a year. So usually in the summer, because everybody loves summer, we're all generally in a good mood. So reach out in the summer. And I also like the period of time between the week before Thanksgiving and the week of New Year's Day. Because Almost everyone celebrates something in that time period, no matter your religion or ethnic background, um, religious beliefs, every, it, none of it matters because during that period of time, someone, everyone is going to be celebrating something. So I like to reach out during that time period. Because everybody is so busy during that time period, I will often you know, be able to just send an email saying, I know it's super busy this time of year, but I just wanted you to know I thought of you and that I hope that you're having a great holiday. And if you remember something specific about them, that they go to Florida for Christmas every year or that their child is in a sport at that time of year, whatever it is, commenting on that is really nice. So during the summer and then during that November, December time frame is great. I often do a lot of my networking in that week between Christmas and New Year's because that's kind of a throwaway time period. Not a lot is going on business-wise. And so I will do a lot of my networking then. Instead of having Christmas cards, I have New Year's cards. And I will send a lot of those out during that period then. 
I also find that with some of my closer contacts, people I do want to spend some time with and give a little bit more energy to networking, that if you catch them that week between Christmas and New Year's, some of them actually have downtime and you can get together. Uh, because not a lot of us make a lot of plans that period of time. Some people have to go into the office, but nothing's going on. So they can spare some time to go out for coffee. So just know that, that that's a, uh, those are the two time periods. So at least twice a year you're networking. And what I do is I just open up my phone contact list and I start at the A's. And I just go all the way through the alphabet. Some people get a text message. Some people get a call. Some people get a forwarded article. Um, some people I reach out and say, hey, let's get together. And I just go all the way through the list. Some people I'll write a note to. I'll just write something I put in the U.S. mail uh, because I'm thinking of them for some reason. And that's just something I think they'd like. And so I'll do that. If I have some interesting cards I can use, I'll do that. So who do you network with? I want you to think really broadly. I don't want you to be a real stickler about, well, I don't know that person very well or there's no way that person would know anything in my industry. Don't think like that. The world is way too small and connected for you to think like that. So the examples I give, I have, um, if, I, if the person who mows the lawn next to me, I just think is somebody who mows the lawn. No, actually, he owns uh, four restaurants, which means he knows everybody in town. Or the person that I do yoga next to, she's at the class every Tuesday and Thursday night. And um, we say hi to each other, et cetera, but I never really get to know any more about her. And I can find out she's, you know, a lawyer in town, or I can find out that she is a, a principal at a school that I'm really interested in teaching at. So really think outside the box. Who do you meet at your church or synagogue? Who do you um, see where you work out? Who do your parents know? Who does your sibling, your siblings know? Who does your spouse or partner know? Just keep really thinking broadly. Who are the people you graduated with? Who are people who you've been clients of before? Who have been people who have been clients of yours? Recently, I coached someone, and she um, she had some vendors she could call. So she was losing her job. And in her job, she was in IT, and her, the IT department of this company had multiple vendors. Well, she could network with people in those vendors. That's a great way to do it. It's also a reminder to always be nice to everybody, including your vendors, when you're in a job because someday they could be somebody you want to network with. So she was able to reach out to some of those vendors and start getting leads on jobs. So what do I do next? So I've identified, I've thought outside the box, I've really brainstormed. I always recommend you get a big legal pad and um, a glass of wine and you just start thinking outside the box. Think about who you ran into in the last couple weeks, who you saw doing things, uh, crazy story. Actually, the machine I'm using right now to, to um, record this podcast is from a neighbor of mine that I never paid attention to what he did professionally. I just loved his daughter. And so I'd talk with his daughter and his daughter would play with my, with my dogs. And then one day we just talked about our careers and I found out that there was so much overlap where he could be so helpful and I could become a client of his. And it's just been really wonderful for me. And I'm using his machine right now, which he probably wants back. So I'll have to get back to him pretty soon. But I never paid attention to him other than he was Grace's dad. And then one day I did, and it opened up a whole new world. So just keep that in mind. Um, 
everybody has the possibility of knowing someone that could be helpful to you or they themselves could add value in your life that you don't even realize because you never gave them a chance. So just know that. So what do you do after you've made that list? So I like to be organized about it, particularly if you are in the midst of a job search. Um, that's when it's really important. And I rank my network, A, B, and C. So who's an A network contact? An A network contact is someone who loves me, really cares about me, and they have a vested interest in me being successful. I always joke that that includes like your parents who don't want you living in their basement. Those are A-level people. That would be like your spouse, your best friend, parents, siblings, uh, people who just really care about you and have a vested interest in your happiness and success. Those are A-level contacts. B-level contacts are people who really like you, maybe even love you, but they don't have a vested interest in your success. They'd like to see you successful, but their life goes on if you're not. So those people are B-level. That would be college friends. Um, it would be people that you are friends with but not best friends. It could be people that you work with or have worked with in the past that you had a good relationship. Those are B-level contacts. So C-level contacts. C-level contacts are really just people you know and you don't have a close relationship with. Whether or not they like you is you know, not really super important. They most likely do on some level. They just are not tightly drawn to you in a way of a strong friendship. And um, they have no vested interest in your success. So these people are much more cold, um, a much more cold networking contact than A and B. But they're still networking contacts. And some people, that would be overwhelming. They'd say, oh, I don't want to reach out to those kind of people. That's scary. They're, they're going to hate me reaching out to, to them. I look at it the opposite. What do I have to lose? So they choose not to be a networking contact with me. They choose not to let me know who it is in their company who could maybe help me get some information within their um, company. What do I lose from that? That's just their choice. It's not personal. It doesn't mean they don't like me. It just means that they're either not good networkers or they don't feel comfortable and my life goes on and I don't resent them for it. So those don't actually scare me. Now, if I was chicken a little bit about it, I would probably email them to ask that favor rather than call. But um, you really don't have to be afraid of it. We all need people. Sometimes we need people more than others. But we all need people at some point or another. So go ahead and don't be afraid to make, make that contact. One of the things I've found with people is most people want to be helpful. Most people want to be a resource and they want to be asked their opinion. So if you give them the opportunity to bring value to your life, you're actually allowing them some happiness too. So find a way to let them be valuable. Ask questions, make a connection. So that leads to the final part of this subject. What do you do? You make connection. You allow that person to make connection with you and you make connection with them. Ask questions. Ask for their input. Show interest in their life. Treat them like a friend and exchange information. By making that connection and following through on making that connection multiple times, you will build a friendship of some sort. It doesn't have to be one, again, that you go and um, have a barbecue in their backyard. I have some clients who have brought me business forever and are people I really like and they, we network all the time together, but I've never been to their house. That doesn't make our relationship less authentic. It just means our relationship is more professionally oriented than, you know, personal barbecue oriented. And that's just fine. I still care when they lose a parent. I still care when they're not feeling well. 
I'll still celebrate their retirement, all of that. It is being authentic. It just doesn't mean that we are super close and we're exchanging Christmas presents and that's okay because you want to show value in their life and interest in their life in a way that is productive for two busy professionals. The last thing I want to say, I thought that was the last thing, and now this is the last thing, is I would never ask you to network with someone that makes you feel icky or that you don't like. For many years, I had to network that way when I was first getting into sales. And I just thought that was the way things had to happen. It isn't. It isn't. And a few years ago, I realized that the people I networked with that made me feel icky, I had one guy who hit on me all the time. I had another person who was just rude. She was just rude. And I always just looked the other way when she was rude. I realized I didn't need any business that much. I didn't need to network with people like that. I pride myself on being authentic. And so those kind of people I never, ever have on my A, B, or C list because it's just not worth it. I want you to build a network of people that you enjoy, that bring value to your life, and that you can bring to their life some value too. And so don't be afraid of networking. Be a little structured about this, figure out who should be in your network, and then start to make contact at least twice a year, more often if you're looking for a job, and more often with your A-level contacts. But networking is just building relationships, and we can all do that if we try. Good luck, and I'll talk to you next time.